It is BS.show, Friday morning song. Actually, I sort of stole that from J.C. Corcoran. You know that, you know that the significance of that song to J.C. Corcoran? I do not. That would be in his sign-off show, uh, sign-off song on Friday, and he played these little sound bites all the time, and one of them was what the sound bite from uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High was Sean Penn saying, Hey, bud, let's party. Have you ever heard that before? I have. <laughs> have you ever seen that movie? I have. I have not. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? It's another movie that I've never seen. You know, it wasn't. It was better than Napoleon Dynamite, but oh, it wasn't a bad show. How can you say was that? it the best one? But how, it wasn't bad. How can you say that about gnarly dude? How can you say that about poor Napoleon Dynamite? What a great, I'm sorry. What a great movie that was, Napoleon Dynamite. I mean, fast and paced. And that one you saw and you enjoyed. Oh my God, fast paced. I mean, it goes by so quick. You know, I mean, there's all Thank sorts God. of, there's, there's police chases and there's bombs exploding and, you know, and there's, there's, you know, it's, it's, I mean, like, matter of fact, I don't know if you know this or not, the producers of the Mission Impossible series of movies with Tom Cruise went to the scene of Napoleon Dynamite to see how they did it so well. I don't think so. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no, it's not true. Yes. They went to, hey, we Mr. got. Mr. I have a tell. We, we have to learn how to do all these great action scenes. Let's go to the scene of, or the, the set of Napoleon Dynamite. And they showed up with, you know, and they're going like, wow, look at that. Tom, you think you can do that? Oh, I don't know. That guy is pretty good. Tom, look at, look what he's doing now. Oh, I don't, I don't know if I could do that. Oh, my God, look, oh, look, that explosion. Oh, Tom, Tom, you'd be flying through the air after the explosion. Oh, I don't know, guys. They, but so they convinced Tom that he's going to do all the same stunts and skits and things like that they did in Napoleon Dynamite. I'm telling you. <laughs> you don't believe me. No, I don't. Okay. Because Napoleon Dynamite doesn't deserve to be uh, amused for another movie. Okay. Let's go. Let's turn on the time machine. Let's go back 22 years. 22 years last. Uh, tw- I would love to go <laughs> yeah, back. Let's 22 go back 22 years. years. Let's go back. Love tw- it. Let's go back 22 years this month. It's the month that the Rams celebrated after the Super Bowl win. They won the 1999 series, our season. The uh, the Super Bowl was in the year 2000. Okay. And remember the huge parade in downtown St. Louis? Huge parade. Remember that? I don't, but I'll, oh I, I'll believe you. Everybody took off work, and everybody the streets downtown were just clogged with people. You couldn't get close to it. Wednesday was the celebration, not yesterday, but the day before yesterday, was the celebration for the Los Angeles Rams in L.A., <laughs> there's nobody hardly anywhere. The, the parade's going down some street in L.A., and there's, like, nobody on the side, side streets. Matter of fact, there's actually getting to be some some jokes about the fact that there are people putting up, like, video memes of, like, you know, like they're, they're standing on a street corner jumping up and down, yeah, and they're by themselves. Okay, that's sort of funny. This was not funny. A lady by the name of Kelly Smiley, who I believe was actually working for the NFL as a photographer, was up on this stage that they'd set up for the players, you know, for the, everybody to come and yay, and, you know, for them to talk to the fans and the whole bit. So she's got her, she's she's facing um, Stafford. Is that the guy's name? Shows you what a football fan I am. I don't even know the guy's name. Uh, where is it? My stupid phone's going to mess up again. Nah, that's not where I want Joe Namath? No, 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 no. Hold on a minute. Um, what's, what's his name? Isn't it terrible? I should know better than that. Um, Tarkenton? No, what's his name? Stafford. Isn't that what his name is? I don't know. 
Yeah, Matthew. I mean, Stafford. I'm, I'm okay. from the area where the dude puts wears pantyhose, and it was like this big brouhaha. Okay, she's she's taking pictures of Matthew Stafford and her and his wife. Okay, and she okay. backs up and falls eight feet off the stage onto the concrete street. Oh, honey. And breaks her spine, okay? Now, she's going to make a full recovery. Her camera equipment is ruined. But the controversy is, and there's video of this, and it's sad because you see her in the frame. One minute she's in the frame, one minute she's gone. She fell off the, the stage. Stafford's wife is very upset. Matthew Stafford takes one look, drinks, takes a drink out of his water bottle, turns, and walks away. Like, ah, she fell off the stage. Who cares? And his wife goes to the edge of the stage, and she's like, you know, yelling down at the edge of the stage, help that woman, help that woman. And a bunch of, you know, bystanders came over and, and helped her, and finally they called EMS, and they took her away in an ambulance, the whole bit. But now Matthew Stafford's being beat up because of the fact that literally if you watch the video, I watched the entire video last night, once again this woman is standing, and him and his wife are standing, there's like smiling for the camera, this camera lady, Kelly, Bang, she takes one step, bonk, she's off the stage. She's on the concrete, you know, broke her spine. And Matthew just turns, takes a drink, uh, uh, turns like 90 degrees, takes a drink out of his water bottle, and walks off. And his wife is like, oh my God, you know. Maybe he was running to get 911. No, he was going to talk to somebody else. I'm going like, mm. uh, okay, like, okay, talk about who someone's consumed with themselves, right? I mean, like, once again. Well, the show must go on. Well, when I... Am I saying he was right? You no, were, he wasn't right. You were there when I won the award for Person of the Year. And you remember what happened. That that lady who was taking pictures, her hair caught on fire. And I ran out to my car and got my fire extinguisher and put it out. Remember that? I thought that was so brave of you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's taking grief <laughs> over that. You know what's sad about this is... Can, can I tell you something which is going to tick off a lot of people when I say this? The difference between us and L.A. is that for us, a sports team, like everybody's like, everybody talks about like, oh, my God, everybody, it's the Cardinals. You know, and everybody, you know, shows up for the Cardinals games and people go down and they buy all the Cardinals stuff and they bleed red, you know, because we bleed red already. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, I'm a Cardinals fan. Okay, when the Rams were here, yeah, the people, I'm a Rams fan. Okay, you know, the Blues fan, the Blues fan. You know why we have people like that here? Why? Because there's nothing else to do. Well, I was going to say that. <laughs> it's like we're not. In L.A. I mean, we've got a lovely city for um, things to do. We really do. If you look at them, you, you'll find beauty and fun and excitement. But other than that. Well, like, like for example, in the area around here. The county fairs, you know, the big county fairs, the, you know, the St. Yeah, Charles. Yeah, they're doing something to the fairgrounds over in St. Charles. The St. Charles County Fair and, you know, and the, and the Lincoln County Fair and the Washington County Country Fair. You know why those people are so excited? Why? Because there's nothing else to do the other 360 days out of the year in those towns. They're, well, that is true, and they do put on a good parade. It's boring city. So Remember when we were the uh, MCs of the parade in Washmo? We were never the MCs that paraded Washmo. What are you talking about? Let me try anything. What what universe was that in? Was oh hold the, in Washmo? No, you were talking about in Wash DC. We're the that we got we were the, the MCs of that parade. No, but what I was saying is, 
<laughs> Think about it. In L.A., you got all sorts of crazy stuff to do. You got movies. You got movie stars. You got all these cool places. You got Knott's Berry Farm. You got Disneyland. You got, you know, you got not one but two baseball teams. You got not one but two football teams. You got, you know, the ocean. You got beaches. You got this. You got that. You can drive two miles, uh, two hours south, and you're in San Diego, and it's beautiful. You can drive to the to the west, and you're in the mountains. You can drive to the east, and you're in the ocean. I mean, think about it. If you're here in St. Louis, you drive to the west, you're in Times Beach. You drive to the east, you're in Sauge. See what I'm saying? There's a little bit of difference between us. On Highway 40. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got this big croquet, croquet gold that's down in front of the, uh, you know, on the riverfront that nobody can get to anymore because they changed the traffic patterns downtown. You got to watch walk three miles to get to the arch grounds, and when you get there, they're closed because of COVID. You know, you got Laclede's Landing. You go down there, and you know, you can fire a missile down the road on what is it, or First Street and Laclede's Landing, and not hit anything because their places are all closed. You know what I'm saying? You got downtown St. Louis where you got this. Are they still closed? Oh, it's, if you've been to Laclede's Landing, it's so sad. There's nothing. No, I haven't been to Laclede's. I haven't been downtown. Well, first off, there's not much of it left since they put the casino in. And what's left of it, there's nobody there anymore. There are, the places are all out of business because the arch screwed them up because when they reconstructed the arch, they closed off all the entrances. And, and I don't think to this day you can still drive an L.K. Sullivan Boulevard. I think it's still closed. It's like, okay, I don't get it. Why? You know, why do you put this national monument? You can't get there. There's no, you know, they took, they tore down the parking garage. It's like, okay, they used to be able to go to the parking garage, which was on the arch grounds, and you could go to the, you could go to the, to the uh, garage, or you can go to the, the, you can go one direction. You go to the south, you go to the, uh, to the arch, you go to the north, you go to the Laclede's Landing. They tore it down. Used to be able to get into the arch grounds on Washington Avenue. They closed that down. It's like, okay, are you trying to make it difficult for people to go to the arch? Yes, they do, because you know why? Oh, the planners decided they needed all this this open space for people to enjoy. Yeah, open space, BS. Go to a Walmart sometime and look how much open space there is. You know, there's there's <laughs> zero because That's true. because the people can park right at the door. You don't yep. have to walk half a mile to go to the arch, you know, the Walmart. You know what I mean? Yep. It just drives me nuts. You know, once again, like your prostate. <laughs> you know, you do just that. Just do it. <laughs> I need a different system because I can't get to all these that that quick. I can't hear. That's because the ones that you have are. Eh. I had prostate problems that were driving me nuts. <laughs> you know what I haven't played in a long time. He will go down in infamy for that. You know I haven't played in a long time. Oh please don't. Dwayne, who is the brother of our very famous St. Louis weatherologist, meteorologist, who now lives in Palm Springs, California, <laughs> or, or Palm Desert, whatever it is. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Dwayne Murray. Here he is. Here's Dwayne Murray. We didn't have tornadoes here until we started putting into traffic circles. When people go round and round in circles, it causes disturbance in the atmosphere and causes tornadoes. You know, that is why we had that tornado last year in St. Charles County. Because you know why? They took away all those... Speakers. No, 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 no. Right there in Cottleville. Right there in Cottleville was the problem. Right there at the new uh, the new exit on 70 at Gutermuth. There's not one, not two, but three traffic circles right there. That's why that. Yes, there are. That's why that tornado came right through there. Those traffic circles right there at 364 in Gutermuth. Could be. You never know. <laughs> have you driven through that before? That is like. I have. There's two of them on the south, on the, or I guess it would be on the north side. And there's one of them on the south side. It's like, okay, 
once again, once upon a time, MoDOT was against traffic circles. They were not in favor of them. And then I think they all went out and, and they had party town and they all got really drunk and, you know, they, they went over to, to Colorado and, and drank, you know, drank some, 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 some of that Rocky Mountain water, you know what I'm saying? And they, uh-huh. and they drank and they smoked some of that, that Colorado devil's, devil's lettuce, you know, in Colorado. And they came back and they said, we're going to put in traffic circles. Now they're everywhere. Quite they on, are. Quite honestly, I love them. You know, sometimes I'll go around more than once. You ever done that before? Yes, I have. Oh, my God. I w- one time I did it three times. But what do you think of the the um, overpasses like Mid-Rivers or over by um, 79? Do you, did you Just their overpasses, how well, you cross over. Right. And Mm-mm. you're talking about Fifth Street and St. Charles as well, too. They, yes. they they put up signs. Crazy. Have you seen the new signs? That's the one at Mid Rivers. There's one at, and and also Dorset and Two Seventies like that as well too. They put I they put the signs up. They said caution: if you're over sixty five years of age, you may get confused going through this intersection. Well, I don't have to worry about that because I'm not over sixty five. Well, but see, that's the problem because the old people. Are, uh, where am I going? I, 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 I'm going to, if you know what we're talking about. The well, one, I actually do experience that, <laughs> but I'm not 65. <laughs> the one at Dorset's probably the one, first one they put in. It's so weird because you're going on the wrong side. You're like all of a sudden in England. You know, you're, on the, you're driving on the left side of the road. You know, you're going, you go like, okay. It's just like, for example, have you seen this crazy new weird thing they did at 364, the page extension right there at, at 141, uh, uh, whatever, the Maryland Heights Expressway? Have you seen that weird thing? No. <laughs> the next time. I mean, I've been there, but I didn't okay. notice anything out of the ordinary. Okay. Let me tell you. They changed the exit ramp from eastbound 364 onto Maryland Heights Expressway. You know, 141. You know what I'm talking about. It's the only exit I right do. there in the valley. Okay. Get off and make a left turn. What happens now is you go down the ramp, and you, instead of just at the end of the ramp, you make a left on the 141, you go underneath the overpass going backwards. So in other words, you're going the wrong direction against traffic. You got your own little lane, you're going backwards, and the tra- and they, they put you on the traffic light on the other side of the overpass. It's bizarre. It's like okay. I don't remember that. Oh, it's just it's just been completed. But I always go right. No, it's it's all it's been completed in the last couple of months. It's relatively new. They've been working on it for a long time. So once again, in the old days, you'd get off at 364 there at, at Earth City or Maryland Heights Express, whatever you call it. You go make a right. You can make a left at the traffic light. Not anymore. You make a left. You go underneath the bridge, going backwards, going the opposite direction of traffic. You're going you're going northbound, sort of in the southbound lanes, and then you come out at the traffic light on the other side of the inter, inter, interstate or the other side of the uh, the overpass, and then you make a left. It's like, what the hell is this? You know. Matter of fact, it's to the point where, where I mean, I'm going like, okay, once again, were the MoDOT people, were they, did they have a, a, a crazy weekend? Hey, let's make a new ramp off of 364, and we'll really confuse the crap out of everybody. Okay, let's do it. Sometimes you got to wonder, you know what I'm saying? I wonder all the time. It's like me being... Not just sometimes, all the time. Me being the ex-traffic reporter. Things that make you go... Well, like, for example, on Highway 40, when they rebuilt Highway 40 from, from um, you know, Kings Highway all the way out to, like, uh, Spady or whatever they rebuilt it, you know, that whole mm-hmm. section. Yes. Okay. It's still got the same traffic jams in the same places, you know what I'm saying? It does. It's like, it's like, okay, we spent how many years and how many billions of dollars to rebuild Highway 40, and it's still screwed up? You know? God. 
Uh, and you know what? The Modot engineers, they love me. Matter of fact, they all listen to this show. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> can, can, can I? God, if I tell you my, my Hank Kroll story, you wouldn't believe it. Your Hank who? Hank Kroll. K-R-A-U-L-L was, I think, how I used to spell it. Who is that? Well, I don't think he's around anymore. I think he's gone to that great traffic engineer's uh, place in the sky. If he is around, he's probably got to be in his 80s or 90s because this happened many, many years ago when I was first a cub. So are you going to tell us? Well, I was a cub traffic reporter, and he wouldn't send a me. cub? Yeah. I was like, I was like, I was a young dude, you know, I was as opposed to an old dude like him right now. Like and 12? he would not send me any information on, on from MoDOT because I was a competitor to Don Miller at Camo X. Once again, he's a state employee. I had a meeting with him because he would never send me information. Finally, I met him face-to-face, and he says, well, I'm not going to put this in writing, but the reason I don't send you any inf- information because Don Miller's a friend of mine, and I love KMOX, and I'm not going to send you any information because you're his competition. And I go, but you work for the state. This is your job. He was like the public information. Right? <laughs> you're the public information officer. He says, well, I told you I wouldn't put this in writing, but uh, I don't like you, and I think what you're doing is you're competition for Don Miller and KMOX, and I don't think that's right. Okay, Mr. State Employee, thank you so much. <laughs> We're nothing like KMOX. But you didn't get it. See, back in the day, KMOX ruled. I mean, like, they were like, you know, they oh, were it. Oh, see, that was, that was BS. The, that was the Robert Highland days. That, because what he did was, anybody who, like, for example, J.C. Corcoran, any of those kind of people, J.C. Corcoran, Mark Close, if you got to be a big deal in St. Louis, what happened? You got the call from Robert Highland. It was Robert Highland. Come talk to me. And you saw, you went down to his office. He showed up at work at 4 o'clock in the morning. You had a meeting with him at 5.15 in the morning. And he would say, you know, I love what you're doing at Casey. And we want to put you here at Camo X. And they'd hire you and they'd put you on Camo X. And you'd be on, like, afternoon drive for three days. And then he would come in and go, well, you know, this hasn't quite worked out the way we want. And I know you've got a non-compete clause. And you can't work in any other place in St. Louis for a year. You've got your choice of uh, resigning right now. Or we're going to put you on X FM, which at time was like, you know, it was all automated. It was like elevator music. You know, it was like, here's the Montevani strings. You had to announce it. Hey, here are the Montevani strings on X FM. You had to talk like that. So that's what J.C. Corcoran, he fell for it. And then Mark Close fell for it. There's a whole long list of people that had that happen with Highland. Because what he did was he just bought off the competition. Because everybody wanted to work the number one station. You were like Mark Close. You know, like, hey, man, put me on X. You lasted three days. I think I think J.C. Corcoran lasted five days or something like that. And then you're gone. And then you're, you're out of the market. You know, he's got you to not compete. You can't go back in the market for a while. And, you know, he paid you $32.50 for those three days. And you're gone. That was Camel X back in the day. Matter of fact, he told their employees, Robert Hyland told the employees of Camel X, they were not to talk to other radio people in St. Louis. If he caught you, if he went into a bar and saw you talking, if you were like a X employee, and if he saw you talking to somebody from Acacia, you're fired. You're gone. Because they weren't the competition. They were the enemy. How'd you like to work at a place like that? I know a couple places like that. <laughs> <laughs> we got to take a break. You know a couple places like that. How do we get talking about this? We started talking about the poor lady who falls off the stage taking pictures. Yeah, you never finished. Well, no, but she f- I did finish. She fell off the stage. She broke her spine. And everybody's everybody's upset about the fact that Matthew Stafford didn't care, but his wife was the caring one. You know, once Will again. Will she walk? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's gonna. I mean, she's gonna have some surgery and stuff like that. I mean, they did an interview with her. She's not in good shape, but you know, she'll you know. I hope you know. But once again, trust me. Been there, done that. That's gonna haunt her for the rest of her life. You know, off the broken bones I've had. I can tell you the reason I walk the way I walk. I can tell you exactly why. I can tell you what how I feel now after I get hit by that tractor trailer. I'm never the same person. You know. I mean, the main part of it is that my, was pretty emotional though, Brad. My my mata still hurts. I'm sure it hurts all over. And my handway hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not going to bite on that one, are you? Nope. <laughs> 726.